What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality, and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic Records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you listen to this episode. So I am just going to jump right into it because we have a guest episode today that I'm super, super, super excited about. We have Vianney over here. Well, not over here. She's literally not here. She is in this episode today, but she is the founder of Status Flow Collective, which is an education, empowerment, and coaching business that transforms and elevates your life through the power of your period. Yes, you guys. Y'all heard me right. I said your period as in your menstrual cycle. So her brand's mission is to challenge and disrupt the status quo of menstrual cycles. And this is something that I have been feeling so, so passionate about. As you guys know, I think I talked about this way back in January. I believe it was January. I actually used to be on birth control for a really, really long time. I had really heavy periods when I first started to get my period. It was so heavy to the point where I had to get um, iron transfusions. Like I had to go into the hospital. They had to do an IV, give me iron because my iron was so low. I actually have a genetic bleeding disorder that basically makes me bleed a little bit heavier than the normal person. And so for me, going on birth control when I was really young was sort of a way of preventing me from having these really heavy periods. And as a you know consequence, I guess, of me being on birth control for so long, I ended up actually not getting periods anymore. And I ended up not really learning my body and learning my cycle in the way that I wanted to. And so in the year 2020, earlier this year, I decided to get my IUD removed. And I decided to do that simply because I wanted to really learn my body. I wanted to learn about my hormones. I wanted to learn about my cycle. I wanted to learn about myself when I wasn't on a hormonal birth control. And this has been such a journey for me. I have really enjoyed it. I don't know if any other, I mean, I'm sure some of you guys listening out there would be like, you you don't mind your period, right? I know some of us, we all have different period experiences, but for me, it has been so empowering and so enlightening to really learn about my cycle and learn about how long it is, learn about different things. And I have actually found that since, um, before, like how my periods were before when I wasn't on the IUD and before the birth control and how they are 
are now is so completely different. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. Like I remember having horrific experiences with my period where it was so heavy. I would have these awful blood blood clots. I would have these awful cramps, these awful symptoms. And now I've gotten to the point where I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's through my learning process and through some of the things that Vianney and I actually chat about in this episode. I've gotten to the point where I don't really experience cramps at all, you guys. My bleeding is down to a very minimal level. I actually had an appointment right before I moved where I went to a blood doctor. We ran a bunch of different tests, some that I am still paying for right now <laughs> lol <laughs> but we ran a bunch of different tests and i got numbers back and my bleeding disorder is actually not as bad as it used to be which is so crazy the doctor found it like kind of like miraculous that the numbers changed to the point where now i have close to normal numbers even though i still bleed a little bit more than the average individual but you guys i digress I am just that's just some of the stuff that I found myself really leaning into in terms of learning about myself, learning about my body and linking that up to learning about how I manifest. Right. And so Vianney and I are actually chatting a lot about that in this episode. We're talking not only about periods, but about the power of linking your cycle to your manifestation process, to your creation process, whether that be in your life, in your business, linking it also to productivity, right around what time in your cycle should you really be powering through around what time in your cycle should you be leaning into rest how do foods play into your cycle and how do foods play into how you experience symptoms during your, the pms part of your cycle the luteal phase the phase the luteal phase all that sort of stuff and so if you guys are not even familiar with some of these terms i'm discussing we get into that and she explains all of that in this episode so it is a juicy one so vianney actually guides her clients to healthier menstrual cycles so that they can move from the edge of exhaustion, move from low moods, move from burnout, move from overscheduled days, stop hustling and improve their health and invite them into just creating more flow and balance in their lives. So I am so excited, like I said, for this episode. This was actually an episode that was a exclusive in the Manifest Daily membership for a couple of months now. And I really just found that this episode was so powerful, so insightful, and so important for every single woman out there to listen to, not only to hear Viennese messages, but to learn about things, again, around your menstrual cycle, around hormonal birth control, and around really leaning into how you can use your cycle in order to create a more productive and more powerful manifestation process and just again creation process in your life in general so i'm going to stop blabbering because i feel like this is the longest intro of me being like it's going to be a short intro and then obviously it's like never a short intro and we are just going to dive into this conversation with me and vianney and if you enjoyed this one go ahead and check out the show notes down below so you can find vianney on social media give her a follow over there tell her that you found her through the manifest daily podcast of course and let's go ahead and dive into this amazing conversation with vianney and myself Hi, Vianney. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Thanks so much for inviting me on. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yes, absolutely. So let's just go ahead and dive right into like all the things that we want to know. Tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, what you do in your business, who you serve, all the juicy details. Okay, so ooh, we're getting straight into it. All right. So yes. I'm Vianney and I'm the founder of Status Flow Collective um, and I'm also a licensed success success coach, a menstrual cycle alignment expert, and I'm the host of the Periods and Power Moves podcast as well. Um, so what I technically do is I help um, people with periods 
and I help them to really let go of their energy draining period problems, right? So that they can stop letting their period problems hold them back from stepping into who they really are and what they're really here to do in this world. And so I like to call that their powerful, intuitive, feminine energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to really help them to step into whether it's a leadership role, but just authenticity through and through. So I do this by guiding them into healthier menstrual cycles so that they can really move past whatever's exhausting them, whatever's burning them out, um, whether that be their low moods or their overscheduled calendars, right? So they can just stop hustling and just improve their health um, by inviting more flow, more harmony, more ease and balance into their lives. Oh my gosh, I love that. I specifically love um, that you work with just helping women with their cycles. Um, personal story, like a little bit of a tangent. I think when I first introduced myself to you, I kind of talked about how I had just transitioned off of birth control. It was yeah. really looking to get to know my body through understanding my cycle and really um, understanding like just the different moods and cravings and all the different things that we know goes along with different women's cycles and basically understanding the uniqueness of your body. So I love that you do this work. Um, commend you on it, of course. And I kind of am very curious, like how did you actually get into this work? Was this something you were always interested in or how did that sort of start for you? No, 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 no. no. This was <laughs> not something I was always interested in. It was completely off my radar um, well, actually, the science part of my work, because I, you know, everything to do with your menstrual cycle is science backed. So, the science part of my work, absolutely. I've got a Bachelor of Science, and I actually, um, one of the foundation studies within my science degree was about human biology, the female body, the reproductive system, anatomy, physiology, and all of those things, which has now come back into being super useful for me. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was like, okay. Um, but no, so um, back in 2018, I um, had a hormonal breakdown. So when I say a hormonal breakdown, it actually was a hormonal breakdown. So um, it was a couple of months after I got married. And when I, after my wedding, um, I was just completely overwhelmed with not only just planning for the weddings and stuff, but I say weddings because we had to. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> but I was also managing multiple clients um not within this coaching business i used to actually be a makeup artist and educator and a product development consultant oh my gosh i love that i also did like freelance makeup artistry as well uh during i, <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> yes yeah, so my background has um was in the beauty industry for about 14 years and you know after like working for everything I needed to work for for the, for the wedding, I, I had two full-time employees within my makeup business and I was just like managing and juggling so many different things. So after the wedding, I kind of like hit a wall and I was just like, oh my God, I'm finally able to be. Mm-hmm. And this kind of brought up a lot of like different emotions that maybe I was trying to suppress a few years earlier. So one crazy night, I had this just incredible, incredibly disruptive rage fit it's the only way I can describe it um and when I look back in the past I can actually see where there were times where I was actually going into these like deep depressive lows um around the time of my cycle and you know I just didn't make that link between my mental health and my menstrual health which not every person does right because Mm -hmm. we're, we're miseducated so um, I remember my husband saying to me, like, I feel like we're always going around in circles, like one minute 
it's all good and the next minute it's just like shit right mm-hmm. um and it's so interesting that he actually used that phrase because we were going around in cycles it was literally a cycle it oh wow circle because it was you know based on where I was hormonally in my menstrual cycle but anyway so I had this night of a breakdown which I now like to call breakthrough because if I didn't have that breakdown I would not be able to be doing the work that I'm doing now which I'm so passionate about and obsessed with mm-hmm. but I had this breakdown and a couple of months after the breakdown I was actually diagnosed with something called PMDD mm-hmm. so it's called the actual proper phrase I mean name for it is premenstrual dysphoric disorder and it's a hormone-based mood disorder so it is a, a disorder that affects the natural fluctuations that you actually have within your menstrual cycle in a negative way so our hormones do fluctuate because we're Mm -hmm. changing week to week but this was like a negative reaction and 15 percent of women who are diagnosed with pmbd will attempt suicide and i actually had multiple cases of like suicide ideation and stuff like that when i was going through all of my dark periods Mm -hmm. um so i was diagnosed with pmdd and it affects one in 20 women wow exactly so this is something i'm like right so it's not only the pmdd thing i need to talk about it's you know raising the awareness of actually how powerful your menstrual cycle can be Mm. but i was diagnosed with this and i remember being seen by a specialist and they said to me my options were to manage the symptoms for the rest of my life which was like a no because i'm literally having one week out of the month where i feel like a normal person um, or have antidepressants. And I was like, none of these options suit me. They're not my portion. So I was like, there must be a way for me to heal this holistically. Cause I really back then and still today, the mind body connection for me is something that I really, really value. So I went about on my journey, just discovering more about PMDD and understanding my menstrual cycle. And they say, you know, when you're ready, you find the teacher, the books fly off the shelves and all of these things mm-hmm. start suddenly unfolding for you. So, um, yeah, after five months of being diagnosed with PMDD, I had zero symptoms, which was like a bit of a mind blow moment for people in the PMDD community because they've been, some of them have been suffering with it for so long, so many yeah. years, undiagnosed, right? And everyone just wanted to know what I did on how I did it and, you know, what I've been doing. So I was like, okay, I've helped, I've freed myself, right? And this is one of my favorite quotes, free yourself free others and then serve every day Nelson Mandela said that and I literally Mm -hmm. hold that so true to my heart because I feel like I was able to free myself from something that was so toxic right it was a vicious cycle and in doing in freeing myself I've been able to free others by setting up this platform and this coaching business and you know dismantling and disrupting the the narrative that lies with menstruation and women's health and all of these things so I set up this coaching business and it has been something that I now know that is my life's work. Like I am meant to do this work. I was meant to have that breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. I was meant to be the period girl. But back <laughs> then I was like, well, I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be talking about periods my whole life, but. Oh my gosh. God's got a plan, yeah. right? <laughs> wow. Like I literally had, I want to say probably like five moments when you were talking, when you just gave me chills, just with all of the different things you were saying that I could, again, personally connect to. And I know a lot of the listeners will be able to also personally connect to, especially as you're talking about sort of um, going through those tribulations with your mental health, right? And those lows and those periods of kind of like 
how your husband described it, going in a cycle. And I think when you're in that, sometimes it's like you feel very insane because I've found myself in some of those cycles too, where you're just like, what is this? Like, am I depressed? Like, is it the world? Like, what is it? And to have you, to to actually like get a diagnosis, I think is really important because it's like, now you have a name on something and you can kind of figure out, okay, what are my next steps I can take to manage this or at least understand it better? And then now it's like linked to your, your uh, cycle and you can be like, okay, now I can understand my cycle better in order to help myself heal. Um, I think that's really, really powerful. And oh, just, I, I'm getting chills, I think. And I think it's, it's also, like you said, bringing the awareness to it because I've never heard of that disorder. And I think that seems a little bit problematic, especially with it being so prevalent. And the fact that as women, we are going to have our periods and we are going to like, there's a possibility we could have this disorder. Like it should be talked about or there's some sort of thing where it's integrated into our health system. Like, okay, you've started your period. Like maybe we should, um, there should be screening questions or something asked at the doctor's office often to see if this is happening to you. And I've never heard of it or, had a, a my OBGYN or anyone mention this to me, and I think that's really problematic, um, yeah. especially when mental health um, issues are also like really big too. And there, if there's that connect there, we should be kind of. And letting so many know about women it. have been misdiagnosed with bipolar disorder because the mm. symptoms look so similar. And you know, it's like I for years I was not for years, maybe for years I was just, just something was in the back of my mind where I was just thinking like am I bipolar? Like, why Mm -hmm. do I feel so different all the time? Right. And it's just so interesting because, you know, the work I do now is like linked to working with your subconscious mind and understanding the energetics that, you know, come to play the part of your whole being, right. Not just your physical body. Um, And, you know, this isn't spoken about, you go to your, you, you go to your doctors or you go to your GP and they do not ask you, where are you in your mind, your menstrual cycle right now? They don't mm-hmm. ask you, you know, what does your menstrual cycle look like? What kind of symptoms do you have? Blah, 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 blah. They do not ask you that, but they should. Because in 1995, it was actually deemed by the um, obstetricians and the gynecologists in the American college that, that your menstrual cycle is your fifth vital sign. So it's just wow. important to check in your blood pressure, your heart rate, your breathing temperature, your body temperature, all of these things your menstrual cycle should be checked as well, right? If you've got, wow, yeah. it's that important. It's an actual barometer for your health. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sat back like, I, no, I'm sitting back. Cause I'm just like, as you're talking about this, I'm like, you know, even in my exploration of wanting to find a doctor, I feel aligned with this. Like, are there doctors out there who understand that? Right. And there probably are and who are practicing that sort of medicine, that holistic medicine where they're integrating yeah. that knowledge into their practice and it's helping the patients understand it. Um, medicine, right. It's mm-hmm. the root of the problem and not just, here you go, take a pill, right. This yeah. pill is going to um, subside your symptoms. But what people don't realize is when they do take hormonal contraception, um, and this is a whole other podcast, by the way, babe. Oh, oh I <laughs> think you, I feel questions on this. I don't know. But <laughs> oh, when you do God. take hormonal contraception, you're you're yeah yeah you're reducing the symptoms that you have. At the same time, you are giving your you're putting yourself at risk for more symptoms to come up because you've been on that contraception, which come up after you've come off the contraception, right? Yes, <laughs> which is so. what I've been dealing with as well on my own, just sort of 
I'm trying to, because I've been on um, birth control ever since I was literally like, as soon as I got my period, because it was so heavy and I had a bleeding disorder and they were like, well, let's just put her on birth control and, and that'll control it. Right. And so all my life, that's all I knew. And so now it's like coming off of it. It's like, it's a whole new world. It's like trying to, re- it's like, you really do feel things differently. You yeah. start to um, understand your moods differently. You see the connections between things where you're like, oh, like, oh, I feel this way. My, my period must be coming soon. Or I never had that experience. It sounds so simple. Like people talking about like PMS and things like that. And it's like, I never experienced any of that. Yeah. Like actually for most of my, um, the, the time that I've had my cycle, I never actually had periods. Like the birth control just stopped it completely, which is yeah. also when you think about it, so insane and so unnatural, but it's like what we're used to when we go on birth control. And they're, and it's kind of like a selling point for some of these pills and these contraceptive methods of like, you don't have to deal with your period. Like you don't have yeah. to deal with any of it. Right. And I really fed into that. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to have to deal with it. Like, I don't want to have to, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now yeah. it's like, it's sort of like, uh, I, cause I'm like looking at your hair and I love your puff, by the way, literally living for it. But it's kind of like how I think of it or where I compare it is like the natural hair movement and how we were fed this, this thing with the relaxers and yeah. we saw that that's how it had to be. And, and it's like, once you kind of come off of it and you're like, wait a second, like, that's actually not what I want. That was actually, we we're sort of brainwashed into thinking that was normal and that was yeah. what we wanted or what we should want. Right. That is and, such a good metaphor for it. <laughs> Your hair right now. I just um read. I just washed my hair yesterday, and I did like my twist. So they're under here drying. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go puff tomorrow. Yes. (laughs) When I take my twist. So yeah, but But, um, yeah, it's like a rite of passage, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You turn a certain age, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm gonna go on birth control. But we're only fertile five to six days out of the entire month. So Mm -hmm. why do we need to suppress our cycles or suppress ovulation, which Oh my god, it's such a story. But it's like, can you get into that? <laughs> so many nutrients that we yeah. need in order to survive. And you know, the reason why you probably were saying that you were like, oh, I never felt that, or I never had that connection before, is because it literally suppresses everything. So it turns off the communication between your brain and your ovaries. Oh, and wow. your brain, when you're in your reproductive years, so from the time that you start your periods up until menopause, during your reproductive years, you you go through these phases, right? And you go through these different changes in your menstrual cycle and your brain is actually changing up to 25% during each phase of your cycle. Oh, wow. And each phase of your cycle is like, give or take a week. Mm -hmm. So every single week, when you think about it, your brain is changing, right? So of course you're not going to feel the same way that you did last week because you've got a new brain technically, right? Wow. The whole body is adapting to the different hormone blends that are going on within your body. So when you're on hormonal birth control, it's like you're just like in this phaseless, like, I don't know. This it's phase. just a void. <laughs> it's just a phaseless void, right? It's just yeah. a place. And, you know, you're, you're really like cutting off the, the source of power that you have because that is what your your period power essentially is is a route back to you is a route mm-hmm. back for you to tap into your authenticity and your truth and your voice and why you're here right so yeah oh my gosh um i really want to circle back to sort of us talking about emotions and moods i feel like we've kind of been on that topic in a, in different capacities right now but 
Um, can you sort of explain how our cycles line up with certain feelings and moods, right? So going back to what I said about some people saying like, you know, PMS, I'm, I'm, I'm having these cravings or um, I'm feeling sad or whatever it is. And that sort of lines or that's the signal for them that their period is coming in a week or however. Like, how is that something where um, it's sort of across the board or does that change for women? Do some women not have PMS? Like, how does that work? So first of all, PMS is common right but mm-hmm. it's not normal right mm. we're not meant to be suffering okay oh i didn't know that okay we've adapted this 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 narrative this programming that during that that time in your cycle we're meant to suffer it's meant to be this way no it's not right mm. it doesn't have to be that way our bodies are designed perfectly and when your body isn't working perfectly, that's a signal, that's a red flag, right? So the reason why you probably experience um, PMS symptoms is because you've got, a, an, you've got too much estrogen in your body, mm. right? So that's a hormone, it's one of the sex hormones that um, runs the experience of your menstrual cycle. But if I was to explain how your mood shifts through each phase of your cycle, is that what you're looking for? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I just can, sort of understanding that shift. Yeah, I can describe it um, in a way that everybody loves, and that is talking about your inner seasons. Mm-hmm. So our bodies, like if you have a uterus, our bodies are designed to serve us, right? So when they're serving us, we can then show up and serve others, right? So just like nature, we have spring, summer, autumn, winter, and like everything works in cycles, right? We've got day and night, we've got life and death, we've got you know, the tidal waves, we've got the circadian rhythm, we have got our menstrual cycles. Mm -hmm. And with that, there are inbuilt inner seasons that you actually have the power to leverage. And so I'm just going to walk you through those seasons now. Mm -hmm. So your, like I said, those five blends that you have of those um, sex hormones in in, in your menstrual cycle, I'm going to tell you what they are. So testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone. Okay. Don't worry too much about them right now, but just know that those four, um, five hormone blends, when they're moving around in your menstrual cycle at any given point, they're actually changing how you feel mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And Uh-oh. yeah, those are the ones, right? <laughs> so how you're, how you're feeling um then goes into those four phases so we've got four phases in our menstrual cycle we've got our follicular phase we've mm-hmm. got our um ovulatory phase we've got our luteal phase and we've got men- our menstrual phase also known as our bleeding phase or our period okay. okay so your period is not your cycle your cycle is the entire month right or the entire 28 days or 30 days however long your cycle is um where these hormone blends are changing week to week so back to the season so let's start with your menstrual phase so your actual period so you can liken this to winter okay right so when it's winter we know it's time to rest it's time mm-hmm. to get cozy, cozy. <laughs> hibernate it's time to you know just take a minute take a peaceful pause right and that's what we're meant to be doing with our bodies during that time. So during your period, you are not meant to be linear. You are not meant to be doing all of these things. It's more of a time of reflection. It's more of a time of sitting back okay. and tuning into the wisdom. Because during this phase, it is like a death and a rebirth. So the minute you start bleeding, you're shedding, right? And 
when you think about that metaphorically you are shedding you are letting go of what no longer serves you your body's cleaning itself out it's getting ready for a new cycle right okay so really during that time it is time to let go of what's no longer serving you think about what you want to come into your life and i always say cycles a cycle your menstrual cycle is a cycle of opportunity Mm. right it's a cycle for more wisdom to sharpen your intuition and all of these things but anyway your mood during this time is going to be a little bit better than it was the phase before which is your pre-menstrual phase right mm -hmm. that time where you can have pms so i always say that your winter phase your inner winter is like you just have so much more clarity right you can when you if your periods are um if your hormones are aligned and balanced and you're honoring and respecting your cycle you will have so much more clarity during this phase if you take mm -hmm. a moment to be still right you can hear so much when you're still right mm -hmm. so the next phase is your follicular phase so this is when you stop bleeding and this is what you can call your inner spring so your inner spring, when you think about spring, we are thinking about new beginnings, mm -hmm. a fresh start, um, time to plan, brainstorm, maybe try new things. So your mood during this time is playful, right? And you're curious. You want to know like what you want to ask yourself, actually, not what you want to know. You want to ask yourself, what am I curious about? What do I want to create? Um, what do I want to start or build or you know, what are my intentions for this month? Or what do I want to do, right? Mm -hmm. So you're playful. Um, and you're not quite ready to be back in the world yet. So don't force yourself because you've just stopped bleeding, right? You're still, okay. it's a process, yeah? Um, and then you go into your inner summer. So your inner summer is um, your ovulatory phase. And the reason why is because it's a big event, okay? So summer's all about parties, events, maybe mm -hmm. not so much now. <laughs> But it's all about like a big event, right? You're being really sociable and ovulation is a big event, okay? So ovulation, you're releasing an egg um, and that egg is on its way to be fertilized or it's not, yeah? As simple as that. And that's in layman's terms. But so when you think about summer, you're thinking about um, like abundance of energy, abundance of time, abundance of patience, motivation. Mm -hmm. You've got lots of stamina and you're also very magnetic. Mm -hmm. yeah you you have this 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 aura about you because the your communication skills are on point and it's a really great time for you to ask for what you want so in terms mm -hmm. of your mood you can do a lot during this phase right okay. you can do you know that time when you think to yourself oh my god i've got so much done today yeah. I, yes yes <laughs> you're like oh my god i've got so much done today and i'm ready to go out and i don't want to stay at home and but the energy is flowing so you can just spin a lot of plates and that is your inner summer, but you have to be careful because there are vulnerabilities with every single phase. Um, so your inner summer can, if, cause it's only three to four, around three to four days, it's the shortest phase of your cycle. Oh, wow. Um, you can do too much and, it, and try to stay in that energy of your inner summer and carry it through to your inner autumn, mm. which is your premenstrual phase. Okay. So this is your luteal phase. So if you're trying to keep up with that summer energy and you go into the next phase, which is your luteal phase, your inner autumn, when you think about autumn, what are you thinking about? What kind of things come to your mind? Leaves falling, having a rake outside. It's <laughs> sort of like getting ready for the winter season, right? Getting ready for that coziness, like wanting to slow down a little bit, like feeling like you want to sip some hot chocolate, that kind of stuff. 
right? So it's like, okay, summer's over and I'm cool with that. I'm ready to focus on me right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to prioritize myself right now. And that's how you can look at your inner autumn. But because we don't have the education, because the awareness is not around how our bodies are changing hormonally week to week, we try and push through because that is what society has told us that our our output and our productivity is what is valuable and so it's what makes us worthy when we know that that is a lie it's not what how much you do it's about managing your energy right so use your inner autumn to prioritize yourself to turn the outside focus off and bring it back to yourself because this is the journey when you feel that shift in energy because you will you're like, oh, how come I don't have that kind of energy anymore, right? Mm -hmm. When you feel that shift in energy, it's then a kind of call to retreat. Like you tune into yourself and you recognize it's time for me to slow down. It's time for me to get, finish off what I started this season, right? Or this cycle, finish off my work, focus and, you know, put some attention on me and get myself ready for my bleed. Mm -hmm. That is how it works. And if mm. everybody knew these different amazing seasons that you can really harness, then you will have more flow, more balance, more success, more influence, and more impact in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the way you describe it as like the seasons. I think that's really an easy way to understand. And I'm, I guess I shouldn't be surprised about the ovulation phase being so short because we did, you mentioned that there are only really a few days of the month that you actually can get pregnant, right? And that's during that time. But I guess since we're talking about productivity or we leaned into that for a second and you were sort of saying that's the time when you really can get things done, the energy is flowing, all that good stuff. Does that necessarily mean that, you know, out in the inner autumn or um, the winter or the spring that we're not meant to take action? Is that more planning? And is it sort of suggested we only take action a couple of days out of the month or, or how? No. Explain that a little bit more. So, okay. So your ovulation phase is short because there's only a small, short around, amount of time that if you are engaging in sexual activity with a man, right? If you're having, if you've got a sexual relationship with a man and there's sperm avail- available or left there, then it's it's only there for about four, four to five days, right? <laughs> so it's so that's the big event, right? But it doesn't mean that you take you have to take all of your action in that four to five days. I personally think so. I'm in my ovulation phase right now, mm-hmm. and actually, I was just talking to somebody else. I was just on another podcast, and actually, I just recorded a podcast episode of my own because oh wow, <laughs> I had to talk about this, right? And this is when you misdirect your energy. Okay, so ovulation, like I said to you, is a time where you're meant to be seen and it's great for you to, to talk and to network, nurture your community if you're a coach or you're a business owner, whatever, um, or be with your family, right? And um, go on hot dates or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you are taking action during that time, right? Mm-hmm. So if okay. you're launching a program, launch it in your inner summer because you're going to have energy, right? Okay. However... Your luteal phase, so your inner autumn, I personally find that is the time that I'm able to really get down and take a lot of action. Not only is it the longest phase of my cycle, but because I've balanced my hormones now and I I no longer deal with the kind of like bullshit PMS symptoms, right? I don't deal Mm -hmm. with those symptoms anymore. I'm able to focus because I'm not, I don't have that outside attention focus. I've got this, this is what I need to do right now, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say, during your spring is a really great time to brainstorm, right? Brainstorm, research, do some creative writing and thinking. The connections are really quick and fast. And during your summer, you're outward. You're trying to like 
manifest the things that you want speak it into existence and talk yeah mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't take action you can but just be wary that you're you've got so much energy it needs to be directed correctly okay right and then your your inner autumn is that focused deep focus work and even during your bleeding phase there's still a, there's, um you can still do like evaluation looking at mm. data and comparing your month to last that kind of stuff so there's a time and a place everything or a reason and a season right yeah that's i love how you kind of broke down some examples of things you could do in those phases i think as we talk about um you mentioned you know some of the listeners are entrepreneurs or they're hoping to become those entrepreneurs and i think or even working from home right now right or people that have just sort of transitioned as a result of everything happening and it's sort of i think giving those examples of what you can do throughout the different steps of your or the different stages of your um cycle is really important so i really like that you mentioned during like that bleeding cycle like you can just do some work where you're kind of like um if you're doing uh what was that thing called when you're doing like analytics that you're looking at like maybe exactly. your social media you're looking at um you know i think people like budgeting or whatever that is like more of that sort of computer work where you're i, I just yeah yeah like i imagine being like cuddled up on the couch with like a blanket and be able to just do something on my computer that's not too strenuous for my mind or physically and i'm just kind of yeah. doing it and taking it slow but you're still getting stuff done so you don't necessarily because yeah. i know i would personally feel like even when i'm like sick and i can't get stuff done if i don't get stuff done i'm like oh my gosh oh no yeah <laughs> i'm like panicking so this is a good way to still get something done but just in a more chill way to really honor yeah. that that section of your cycle yeah absolutely and i love you know, that. that that phase of your cycle is your the left and the right side of your brain are working more optimally so you're able to like i said like that time is about clarity right so you might be thinking something that was bothering you whether in your business or in your or your relationship that was bothering you in your luteal phase your inner autumn during that menstrual phase, you will have the clarity if you surrender to being still, no joke, mm-hmm. right? So surrender to be still and you'll have, you'll be able to make those connections a little bit better, especially if you're digging into financials and data, it's just going to flow better. And that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, no, I love that. And um, typically I found before, uh, I think it still might be the same thing. My cycle would fall around the new moon period. So really interesting that you, again, are mentioning, you know, taking that time to get clarity. Because for me, I love to do journaling around like the new moon period, especially yeah. about what I want to create, right? For the upcoming, <laughs> for the upcoming month. Yeah. I think it's it does give you that clarity. And I think one of the big things I always talk about is when it comes to like conscious manifestation is like, you do have to get clear on what you want. If you're just like, I want to be happy. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we don't want to be happy like what does that mean for you what does that look like what does this ideal life look like for you and if you don't have that clarity how do you ever know if you're on the right path to going there how do you ever know what the inspired action steps to take are like you won't know so i think that's kind of linking those two is really great and i know that some people um because i've looked in that i think there's like some people's cycles sync up with like the full moon or certain parts of the moon phases and i don't know if you know um anything i don't even know about the new moon one because i looked up mine specifically (laughs) and i was like oh this is awesome it changes Um, it absolutely changes so like the lunar cycle is brilliant if you are on hormonal contraception or if you have irregular cycles um, or if you're no longer menstruating, right? A lot of people that have gone into menopause use the lunar cycle to still cycle sync. 
Oh, right? wow. Okay. Because we are linked to the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not, we are. Okay. The moon is not just some random thing. I don't have to tell you mm-hmm. this, Deandre. I know you know this. The moon I... is not just some <laughs> random thing that just glows at night, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's got power. Everything here has power and purpose, right? So, um, yeah. So some women and some women who bleed on the new moon. Yeah. So if you bleed on the new moon, that is like, typically that is your menstruation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you, some women bleed on a full moon, I sometimes bleed on the full moon. So there's this, um, what's the word? Uh, like there's this saying that Mm -hmm. if you bleed on a full moon, then you're more of a teacher, a healer. And if you Mm -hmm. bleed on the new moon, then you're more of a mother and something like that. I don't know the actual specifics of that but I do know that I direct my clients who are on hormonal birth control or uh, or in perimenopause and they have irregular cycles maybe to sync up with the moon Mm, okay that's really interesting and I love that again we're talking about the moon because I think it is very powerful like you say and it does have so much impact on a lot of things I also noticed again um, even before when I was I think I was doing this like without knowing sort of like syncing up my um a cycle with the moon when I was on birth control and didn't have a period. It was sort of like, I started to realize like, oh, I feel this way around the new moon. And I tend to feel this way around when the full moon is approaching. And I would notice those things and I would start to track it with my moods. Yeah. Um, or even just like my, it was like my appetite too, weirdly enough. It was like certain things was like really synced up with certain cycle or certain parts mm-hmm. of the cycle of the moon. So that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned the seed cycling method. I've seen that a little bit on your post. So tell us about what the seed cycling method is. Um, again, what it is and why would any of our listeners want to implement this into their life? Like if it is important for them. So this is a really quick and easy way for you to balance your hormones. Okay. So a lot of the, the in my experience of working with women, a lot of um, symptoms that I see is estrogen dominance okay? okay so estrogen dominance can can cause things like um bloating painful long heavy periods um pms symptoms like all of those things and um a way for you to balance out your hormones so the hormones that i'm talking about that we want to be balancing is estrogen testosterone and um progesterone okay and obviously everything within our hormonal system, which is called our endocrine system, is interconnected, okay? Everything's interconnected, your adrenal glands, your thyroid hormone, it's all interconnected. Um, and if your adrenals are out of whack, then it's gonna affect your progesterone. If your thyroid is out of whack, it's gonna affect your estrogen. Do you see what I mean? So in order for a quick way for you to get used to getting your hormones balanced is to try seed cycling. So it's a method in which you use two different types of seeds during one phase of your cycle, sorry, the first half of your cycle, and then you use a different two types of seeds during the second half of your cycle. So during the first half of your cycle, we're gonna call this the follicular phase. And the second half of your cycle, we're gonna call that your luteal phase, okay? So let's just say for now, we're saying spring and autumn. Okay. Mm -hmm. So during your um, follicular phase, you wanna be seed cycling with fresh ground um, pumpkin seed and flaxseed, okay? Okay. So pumpkin seed contains a lot of zinc, which helps boost your estrogen um, production, okay? Okay. And you you can either sprinkle this on your smoothie, or on your smoothies, on your porridges, or your breakfasts, or your salads, or you can um, freshly grind them. 
um, in Lhasa and then just keep them in a glass jar in your fridge, yeah? And then you're able to like just use these seeds during that first half of your cycle. So it becomes second nature. It's not like a chore. It becomes like a part of just your daily routine and habit. Like, oh, breakfast, get my seeds on, okay? And I've got highlights on my Instagram if anybody's confused about what I'm talking about. And I've also got um, a free action guide which takes you through this as well. Anyway, so then in the second part of your cycle, you want to be seed cycling with sesame seeds and um, sunflower seeds, okay? okay? What we're trying to do here is we're trying to boost progesterone. So the reason why we're boosting progesterone is because our bodies are naturally trying to prepare us to have a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Progesterone is what you can call the chill pill hormone, right? It's okay. the hormone that is meant to relax you and also to provide the environment to keep um, an embryo safe, right? What I found is that there's too many um, instances where people aren't producing enough progesterone. And when you don't produce enough progesterone, you are stressed, right? You are in fight or flight mode. Your moods Mm -hmm. are anxious and you are just on edge, right? You don't know how to relax. So what we wanna do is boost your progesterone production and also to the latter, um, the later part of our cycle is flush out any excess estrogen. Because if we've got too much estrogen in that latter part of our cycle, then we are going to feel irritable, cramping, cravings, all of these things, right? So we want estrogen in the first half of our cycle because it boosts our mood, it gives us our curves, it gives us our energy, all of these things. But in the latter part of your cycle, we, we estrogen boosts a little bit at the beginning and then it drops and it needs to kind of stay there until we go into the next cycle. Okay. So you can take these seeds at different times because they're providing um, nutritional support for your hormones, right? Wow. To support our hormones. So yeah, it's a really great way to get into some sort of method of, you know, working with your cycle. And I would say you're going to start seeing results within two to three cycles. Wow. I'm literally going yeah, to the grocery store after this. So I'm, I'm like, buy your seeds, girl. you don't have to tell me twice. I'll be at the grocery store today. I already, I'm going to like watch your highlights right after this too. Yeah. Take some notes and then do some research on this too, because this is like, as you're describing sort of some of the, the brief symptoms you described of like just having too much estrogen, right? In the, the latter part of your cycle. I'm like, wait a second. Is that me? yeah like that that could be me right it's common yeah Mm. it's very common and you know unless you have the information or you're working with a coach or someone who can tell you why you're experiencing the things you're just not you're not gonna know because we haven't been told yes stuff in school yeah which is every time i kind of go back to that it's it's very upsetting just that this information is truly not given to us it's like we're told like yeah that annual pap smear make sure you get it but it's like what what about everything else like what about everything else so yeah but um i mean maybe we'll see some of that sort of change moving forward as like coaches like yourself are popping up more and more and helping to actually bring awareness to this information and and talk about these things that it's like mind-blowing to me but it makes so much sense and it's like i i'm very excited to have discovered you and this information I'm excited for your journey now. Huh? I'm excited for your journey with it now. Me too. Literally, I'm excited about like just the, um, I don't know if you know the the natural, it's like the natural birth control. It's called, um, what is it? Is it called natural, natural Natural cycles? cycles? 
natural cycles, the app and you do the temperature. And that's what I've been doing to look. Cause at first I was just using flow and tracking. And then I was like, okay, I want to um, use my temperature too and start tracking even more. So I use yeah. that. And that's been really helpful for me to sort of like, dot, like put, dip my toe into this and really yeah. start to learn about my body. And you're taking action to learn more about how your body's changing week to week. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The awareness is the gateway. That's why I always say awareness is the gateway to everything just flooding in. That you mm-hmm. need to know to absolutely increase your your potential absolutely so one of the questions i also have is just sort of the myths right around menstrual cycle so what are some of like i guess the the myths that you've heard that you're like oh no we got to talk about this and then tell us why i guess those specific ones are important and just what the truth is right so what the myth is and then what the truth is so, oh my God, I've actually got a podcast episode on this on five periods. Okay, I have to link that too yeah. below in the show notes. Oh my God. So yeah, five myths. So if I can remember them off the top of my head, I'll, I'll give you a couple. because I mm-hmm. yeah, you do like one or two, three. So the first one is that um, pain is normal, mm. right? Pain isn't normal. <laughs> really your cramping isn't normal we are meant to feel slight discomfort because of course we've built up this muscle for an entire month our uterine our um, endometrium lining has grown full and lush and it's been pumped with all of these immune boosting um protecting cells and yeah like obviously it's grown nice and full because it thinks that there's going to be a implanted embryo right Mm mm-hmm but the pain that you're experiencing with your menstrual cycle, if your pain, so this is how my pain used to be. I would be on the toilet. What would you say? To the, yeah, you were on the toilet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be on the toilet and I would be hunched over with a hot water bottle strapped to my, in oh. between my dressing gown. I would crawl out of the bathroom to my bed, lay in bed and then crawl back. And like, I'll just be crawling around the house the whole day. Like, mm-hmm. that's not normal. Mm-hmm. like why have we normalized the fact that pain is normal it's not so the reason why we have menstrual cramping like i said so estrogen but also this thing called prostaglandins so prostaglandins are um they're like natural um anti-inflammatory um in- anti i can't speak <laughs> anti- they're like anti-inflammatory properties okay mm-hmm. So we, we produce um, two types of prostaglandin. If we have too much of one of them, so which is E2, then that's when we will have uterine cramping. So that is found when you have too much estrogen, okay? Okay. So if we reduce the levels of prostaglandins that are built up over the, the course of your cycle, your menstrual cramping will go down. But what's so incredible about our bodies is that one of the prostaglandins that are produced is a natural um painkiller mm. so we can actually heal our own bodies with what is being produced right but if we have too much of one thing right and they always say this like what's the phrase um it's like don't have too much wait, it's like too much of a good thing is not good but yeah, it, they say yeah. it better than that so they say it more yeah. <laughs> i know exactly what you mean that's what i'm trying to say um mm-hmm. So if we have too much of that prostaglandin, then we are going to have contractions, right? And the reason why we have them in the first place, right, is because our bodies are designed to 
hold a baby or hold an embryo, whatever. So when um, they're like, they, they're linked to like contractions. So, so when we have con contractions are a message, right? So when you're having a contraction, when you're having a baby, it's a mess. Oh, baby's coming. We've got to test it. See if it's here, mm -hmm. it's there, the timing. Yeah. But when we have too much of the other one, it causes menstrual cramping and it doesn't have to be that way. I don't have period pains. I used mm -hmm. to. Now it's just hot water bottle just for comfort and just chilling on the sofa. Mm -hmm. right? So pain isn't normal. So we're going to bust that myth right now. Um, another one. Um, the pill regulates your hormones. Or oh, we're not talking about the pill right now. <laughs> oh, we can talk about the pill. You could do that one. That's a good one though. The pill regulates your hormones. So yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> like no, cancel it, delete it. No. no. So the pill has the. Do you know what the the pill has been a game changer for women. Mm -hmm. Back in the 1950s, when it was um, brought to the market, women were able to go to work. They were able to go to university, finish college. Um, it created the opportunity for women to be paid more money. Right. I think there was a 33 percent pay increase for women across the board mm -hmm. when the pill was introduced. It gave us choices. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's health scares that come with that. And the pill's not designed to regulate your hormones. The pill is designed to shut off your communication between your brain and your ovaries. And yeah. when your brain and your ovaries aren't communicating, then your hormones are not being regulated, right? It doesn't make any sense. Mm. <laughs> so for those of people that are listening and, and um, they've been told that the pill is going to, you know, regulate your hormones or regulate your period, you're not having a period when you're on the pill, right? Or, or you're on hormonal. When I say the pill, I'm going to talk about all hormonal birth control. I was going to ask, yeah, does that encompass like, um, you know, IUD and the, the ring and the patch and yeah. all the things we have now, yeah. all the options. Oh my God, so many. Right? That's hormonal yeah. that contains the synthetic estrogen yeah. and the synthetic progesterone. Or it's not even progesterone, it's estrogen, estradiol and... Um, really? Progesterone progestin yeah so they're synthetic they're not the oh. actual hormones that your body would produce yeah um so what happens is it shuts down ovulation yeah which is you know some people want to shut down ovulation because mm. they don't, they're trying to prevent pregnancy or maybe you went on the pill to sort out your skin or to mm -hmm. um i don't know like if you're having some women who i know who have pmdd symptoms they're on the pill Right. There's many reasons why you go on the pill. I'm not anti-pill. I'm not trying to throw shade or judgment or whatever. I'm just trying to educate and open up the um, open up your awareness to yeah. the facts and the truth. And it doesn't regulate your hormones or your period because you don't you're not having a period. The blood that you see when you're on the pill is a withdrawal bleed. So it's really? not. Yeah, it's not. You're not having a menstrual cycle because you're not ha you're not ovulating. So, right. wow. So, when you know how you have the, I think you have that, like the, the seven days where you take like the sugar pill or the placebo, whatever, or sometimes you don't take any depending on what pill you're taking. So it's like, just wow, that's not a period, but they, but it's sort of like, we're taught like, oh, I'm, that's the period that you're having yeah. when you're on the pill. So what actually happened is it was like a bit of a marketing ploy. So yeah. Today, <laughs> when they were introducing the pill, I think there was a bit of an uproar or an, an outrage, whatever that phrase is, to 
women were saying, well, if I don't bleed, then, you know, like, that makes you feel like, that's weird. Like, why, yeah. how comes everything's being locked off, right? So they introduced the sugar pill. If you're mm-hmm. on the combined pill, the one that has estrogen and progesterone, then um, they introduced this kind of like break. Yeah. So it's a break. So it's a withdrawal bleed from wow. not taking the actual drug. Right. Wow. So if you're on the progestin only pill, the mini pill um, is the same. Any kind of breakthrough bleeding. If you're on hormonal contraception, you're not having a menstrual cycle. Wow. So for example, with someone who, cause I, again, was on IED and I, I just didn't have any bleeding at all. And I know some people who do have bleeding here and there. That, that's the same thing for them. It's like almost like the sugar pill put on the IED. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's, a, it's designed to ward off. Um, <clears throat> if you are having sex with a man, then it's designed to ward off any sperm stay in right and an implant implant in so yeah. the fact that your your communication between your brain and your ovaries has been shut off anyway you you're not ovulating and ovulation is what leads to your menstrual phase right mm-hmm. it's a big event it's that you know the time that you know the egg is released or blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so yeah so the pill doesn't regulate your hormones oh wow my mind is blown <laughs> And the period thing actually got me. The sugar pill thing, that's the part that I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's a really oh, wow. And, you know, if you don't know this, it's not your fault. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we're not taught that. It's, it, I mean, unless you go and you're, you're proactive about doing your own research, which, I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to be in a, a Googling mood <laughs> to, exactly. to go down that rabbit hole. And it'd have to be yeah. something that you're like, oh, I kind of want to know about this. But it's not something we really think to to look into as much, which is and just mind blowing. There's girls that are young as nine or eight years old that start their periods, right? Yeah, I was that was me. I was like ten. Really? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? And like you're so young and wouldn't it be how amazing would it be? Can you imagine if you were told being ten, right? Mm-hmm. That your period is your superpower. I was excited when I got it actually. And then I sort of learn to not be learn you know what I mean yeah yeah because I remember I was so excited I was like oh my god it's here like it was this thing like this excitement this gift that I got and then it was sort of like no this is this is something you should be not even ashamed of but it's like this is this is uh um an inconvenience I guess to your life yeah. right and that's sort of how that narrative went not, for me it's really not I cannot mm-hmm. stress it enough that it's not and I think we should all be excited because I when I come on my period now, it's like Christmas Day for me. Oh my gosh, you love I it. literally, it's my Christmas Day, I wear like, I put on like red clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds so random, but I put on like red, nice pajama buttons and I make like cacao and ashwagandha and I just like use adaptogens to like calm my nervous system mm-hmm. and it's just a day of bliss. Mm-hmm. When I look back, that day was just of so much pain and it's all about reframing your pain into power that is how you're able to tap into the gifts that you have wow you mentioned um adaptogens do you use moon juice or the brand moon juice but do you like them well i'm in the uk right so there's no moon juice here so i've got um i've got her book what's called i've got the moon juice cookbook oh they have a cookbook it's so 
it's so pretty and do you know what I love about it so you're going to love this as well um it's it's about it talks about beauty and body consciousness oh on the front because you know all of the things that she does is about like boosting your your beauty and your mind all of that and it's such a gorgeous cookbook and there's a lot of things in there that takes actually um it takes the methodology of eating to support your hormones i'm gonna have to get that i'm i'm literally gonna have to get that now because i just i got like the packet um of the different powders or what do they call it moon dust or the different dust yeah Yeah, and um love the brain like they're actually i loved all of them i think yeah I loved all of them and I've also been trying the magnesium (laughs) for just at night because I get restless legs at night like literally it'll happen right around 11 it's like my legs are just like I gotta move around and I take that and it's just I calm right down and it's like perfect for right before bed so I I didn't know there was a cookbook I don't know well I guess I just just recently stumbled upon the brand so um haven't done like a ton of research into like all of their offerings but that's good to know they have a cookbook so that's actually I'm very excited about this especially because I'm now getting into my own um journey of eating for just better better health like to feel better to treat my body better um just because I'm like I don't you know for a lot of people it's they they associate sort of like food and weight and for them it's like if they gain a lot of weight that's when it's like oh I gotta take my health seriously now because I'm gonna I'm overweight or I'm whatever and for me I don't tend to gain a lot of weight and I don't eat like horribly but I know I can eat much better and um, looking into some of these resources, it's like, it's very exciting for me to just start this journey <laughs> towards better. I'm excited for you and food, listen, everyone that's listening, mm-hmm. food is medicine. Right? Oh, yep. You have to balance your hormones through eating foods that are going to support you at each phase of your cycle. It's as simple as that. And that has been you know, if I never trained to be a makeup artist, I would have been a chef. Mm. Because I love- I think we're here right now because I, all I do is like watch Chopped, Food Network, Cooking Network, Cooking Channel. I mean, that, that's, that's literally yeah. what I would always do. Even growing up, Me all too. I knew was um, Everyday Italian on the, on the Food Network. Yeah. I love watching cookery shows. I love cooking. I love going food shopping and like finding new ingredients and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's just a really great way to just harmonize that experience and make it fun for you. Like when you start eating to support your hormones, it's not about restriction, right? It's not about take, adding the things that you need that are going to support you for the next phase of your cycle. And that's what I find really exciting mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle and you can make it your own. that's it that's it right there it's not a diet it's a lifestyle that's it that's what I always say it's like I this a lifestyle literally you want to change your life if you want to and I always bring it back to just manifestation and creating the life that you want if you have this vision for this person who's like you know super fit and just like really into their health and like succeeding in all these areas of their life but yet you're here not treating your body with respect in terms of what you're putting in it it's like how do you expect to manifest and create that life for yourself like you're going to create some sort of distorted version of it where you know you kind of have a, a, a snippet of what you want but you're not fully there because you're you really aren't deserving of it truly yeah right because that person is not you you're not being that ideal version of yourself. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> but um, just sort of as we start to wrap up, I would love to know if there's any other self-care practices or habits that you've incorporated into your life as, you're, as you've been working on your journey to learn your cycle, learn yourself. And I know we talked, I guess we touched on food a bit and we touched on just um, even some of the things that you do during your actual bleed phase. Like, but what are some other things that you do, you know, at any time during your cycle to sort of help you take care of you? Well, um, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that my cycle is literally my life, right? Mm. So I base everything around my cycle. So the things that I'm doing are just part, again, just part of my lifestyle. So things that I do on a regular basis that I'm, I'm all about making sure that you feel good. Like if you don't feel good, then you, how are you supposed to do the things that you want to do or show up the way that you want to show up? So for me i'm a very like i have slow mornings okay i get up like maybe two hours two and a half hours before my husband does sometimes three hours mm-hmm. He's not up in early in the morning and i'm like okay let me just have a slow morning so i'll make green juice um i'll put like celery romaine lettuce ginger cucumber spirulina which is really good for your luteal phase so your inner autumn Ooh. write that one down and literally and apple cider vinegar and mm. then when i'm when i've got my juice i'm just just like i'm either listening um i do these um kind of like these self-hypnosis on myself i didn't know if i explained this at the beginning or if i told anyone but i'm sure you would have done it at the beginning of the intro um that i am a nlp and a hypnosis practitioner as well mm-hmm. so i do a lot of self-hypnosis i'll be listening to a self-hypnosis like rewiring my mind to be the person that i know that i am at my essence and just be listening to that and then once i've done that i do a lot of eft tapping mm-hmm. so emotional freedom techniques which is just it's so amazing like um so i'm tapping on the different meridians of my face and my body and it releases so much energy and i do this about five times out of the day I do oh wow it doesn't take long like i could do a five minute session i can do mm-hmm. a 10 minute session but eft for me is so powerful for me to just shake what is not serving me and get mm-hmm. on with what i need to do um, when it comes to my cycle, one thing that I do during my, my menstrual phase, which I think you'll find really helpful, is when I journal, I journal in red. Mm. Right? So I call this my period pages. So I do this because when I flip back through my journal and, you know, if I want to sort of reflect on something, I will easily spot when I was on my period and see how powerful my wisdom was. Wow. So incredible when you look back and you see what you've written when you're on your period, it blows your mind. So definitely try that one. Wow, I'm gonna have to try that. That sounds really awesome. Just a simple um, thing to do, but very powerful, especially as you go back and you're doing that reflection. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm, make, I'm literally taking these notes, and I know when I listen back um, to this episode, I'm gonna be taking even more notes. So yeah. this has been a very very insightful episode, and. Um, just basically I came into it thinking it was gonna be very amazing and I'm glad that I it has exceeded expectations of that high standard already so thank you but um just again as we're wrapping up for anyone that's wanting to work with you wanting to contact you just even wanting to just kind of like lean into your work a little bit more learn more about you what you do where can they find you of course I'm gonna link uh, all of your socials down below so I guess you can still say it though yeah, but we'll link it but where can they find you the website the um the social uh, all the things 
social is at statusflow.co and the link to my website is just literally in the link in my bio on Instagram, which is just like a little mini website. Um, for you to start working with your cycle straight away, I've got a free action guide, which is called the Perfect Flow Formula. So inside that guide, you've got the Status Flow Collective Menstrual Cycle Tracker. So it's just a downloadable tracker. And I basically help you to get in tune with your cycle just a little bit. Um, the, the seed cycling method's in there as well. So you can definitely check that out. And also I uncover a little bit about PMS anxiety and what you can do to overcome that. So that's the free um, action guide. You can check that out. And then in terms of working for me, so I'm currently um, in the midst of my um, group coaching program, which is called Flow Zone Alchemy. Um, we're in week three at the moment. It's an eight week program. I plan to um, reopen my group coaching program in maybe around September. Okay. Keep an eye out for that. And then I also, I'm fully booked at the moment, but I work with clients one-on-one. And when you work with me one-on-one, it's a minimum of three months. So it's a 12-week um, weekly incredible transformation where we're not just, you know, helping you through your period problems, but also really tapping into what is it that you want to do in this world, right? Mm-hmm. How do you want to lead your business or all of those amazing things? So, yeah. And That's- I've got a YouTube channel as well. Oh, it's all love in, it. in my bio. Okay. I didn't know that. That's amazing. I love it. Okay. In the podcast. You <laughs> know about the podcast. Um, yeah. But yes, thank you so much, Vianney, for coming on and chatting with me all about just periods and cycles and the birth control stuff that we touched on, which was so good. Um, I know that this episode is, I always say this, but this is literally one of my favorites. It's so insightful, um, so many good takeaways, and just really practical things to apply into your life in order to just help you learn more about your body and just how you are as a woman, if you're listening to this. And if you are not a woman, you can definitely recommend this to a woman in your life who could use this information. So thank you again for coming on and chatting with me. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Okay, so I know today's episode was juicy. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave a review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, or share Manifest Daily with a friend or on social media. If you do share on social media, don't forget to tag me at the Manifest Daily. And if you want even more of the Manifest Daily spiritual and wellness tea, head over to www.themanifestdaily.com. It's also linked in the show notes where you can learn all about our new membership, take a free tour, or enroll in an annual or month-to-month subscription today. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you and I will chat with you guys in the very next episode. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.